Hello everyone, um, this is KS Garner. I just want to hop in here real quick and let you all know before we bring in our guests for today um, that the subject matter um, is very sensitive and can be very triggering for a lot of people. It is about mental health and uh, suicide. So um, if it's not something you're super comfortable with listening to or watching or what have you, I completely understand, but I just wanted to preface this interview with those warnings before um, we jump into it. But if you want to stick with us along for the ride and hear what they have to say, I would really appreciate it. Thank you. KS Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Nurbic Podcast. Today, I'll be speaking with co-creator, writer, and actor in the student-led web series, Hurt, Craig, Sel Brady, here to promote the show's Kickstarter for season two. Welcome, Craig. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for joining us today. But uh, outside of my introduction, who is Craig Sel Brady in his own words? Um, I mean, I put a lot of stock into my into my work. So I, I, I tend to define myself a lot as a writer, as a creator. Uh, but I'd like to say I'm I'm also a triplet. Um, I use that a lot as a as a definition for myself just because I, you know, grew up growing up with two sisters that influenced my creative process a lot, um, how I see the world. So I would say if I defined myself, it would be something like a writer, a triplet, um, I just want to tell stories that are that kind of mean something to people, uh-huh. um, which I, uh, most writers do. But that's how I would define myself, I guess. Okay, and what is Hurt the web series about? Yeah, so Hurt is about a um, is about a young man who is gay and autistic who is struggling with his mental health and is considering um, considering potentially ending things when he meets a another another man, uh, Finn, who is um, also considering ending things, but for very different reasons. And they both decide to help each other uh, kind of appreciate life and learn to live because neither of them wants that for each other. And then the story kind of develops from there. Uh huh. So, could you elaborate a little bit more on your creative process on Hurt as a whole? So, just as a as a thought in your head, um, and maybe notes on the page to actually, it's like start like it's starting to develop into something, and then like working on the first season into now funding and creating the second one. Yeah. Um. So, a lot of the time, um. There's a lot of trial and error for me in terms of uh, my creative stuff. I'm not a, I didn't, I wasn't educated as a filmmaker. I didn't go to film school. Um, I've never had really formal training um, with filmmaking, but I I was trained as a writer, and so it started off as me wanting to um, make a small web series. So I said, you know what, I'll get a camera, I'll shoot it myself if I have to. 
I just want to make something. Mm -hmm. So, and then I started reaching out for collaborators and actors and stuff. And more people than I expected were interested in it. And then the more people who became involved, who helped get things together, shape things, the more it developed into a fully fledged thing. And so I would say that it was, my creative process was kind of just reaching out and finding help and um, putting my experiences out there, seeing who else connected with them and wanted to help work on it and make something together. Uh, so there was a lot of uh, going in there and putting myself out there. Uh, but And then there was a lot of just kind of tedious work of just casting, which isn't something I enjoy personally. Uh, and, you know, writing the scripts, editing the scripts over and over again, making sure that they were something that I could film. So being very careful with the details I included and the props and the sets and stuff like that, because I had to think about whether or not it was actually filmable uh, with my resources. And um, from there, I mean, it's it's take it took shape. It's been taking shape. We were going to be added later in January to a, a small streaming service called Spark TV, and um, we just shot the second the first special which bridges the first season and the second season and we got new audio equipment for the special in the second season and it's just such a world of difference from the first season uh, because the first season's audio was was it did its job but it wasn't anything special and i think that this the audio we have now just is so much more immersive and so much better and so i'm just very excited because you know it starts as just me saying I want to do this thing on my own. And then because so many people got involved, because so many people were willing to make something together, it's evolved into something very tangible. Yeah. So like how does it feel knowing that, you know, with the experience that you've gained from working on the first season to now, you know, you just finished the special with the bridge and then working on the second season, that you now have this knowledge of how things work like how scripts work how casting goes how you know the audio even in in production and maybe even scouting locations like you had no idea it was kind of just like a shot in the dark whereas now there's a bit of light here and you actually kind of know a little like you know more like you kind of know what you're doing now yeah i mean my my little plug is that um i did actually this is kind of my like third or fourth web series in some senses um because i i did a really really basic amateur one in high school which i'm really proud of but it's just none of us had any equipment so it was just what it was and then i started a few ones which kind of faltered because of covid and one that actually succeeded even though i couldn't be there for filming that was shot by a bunch of strangers in the uk um because i was supposed to study abroad there so I reached out to them similarly to how I reached out to people people for hurt and then it came to pass and so I kind of had like a baseline level of experience but it was never like like you said it was never like the full picture mm -hmm. I was never like the one responsible for everything who and making it happen on my own terms with equipment and stuff like this was the first serious one that I myself was doing because the UK one was done by the UK people mm -hmm. um so it felt it feels very um nice because you know going into the first season uh and during the first season like we have all these um 
these bloopers of me in between takes and I just look so stressed. I look so miserable. And then, and so like as much as I liked working on Hurt, it was a very stressful thing for during its first season. But like the special that we just filmed, it was just such a world of difference. Like it was enjoyable. It was, it, it was relaxing. Like if you go, if I go back and look at the bloopers now, it's like me engaging with people having fun. So it is like kind of like a weight has been lifted, um, knowing more of what I'm doing and having made the mistakes so that now I can deliver something a little bit more professional. Uh -huh. So speaking of you reaching out to collaborators to help with Hurt and other projects that you've done, how was that collaborating with others on for Hurt and, you know, on your other uh, web series from like co-writers and then selecting different directors for different episodes? you know, the casting again, et cetera. So like, how, how did you know that these were the right people for this project? Yeah, um, so for the first season, uh, because I thought it was gonna be such a small thing at first, I wasn't as selective about who I, who I kind of brought into the fold, but it was kind of a self-selecting thing where the people who didn't really want to do it would eventually depart because it is a lot of work. So if, if they really didn't want to be there, then they weren't going to stick around. Um, but I, I was still like, I'm still very glad that I worked with the people who I did work with and that they stuck around. And going into season, season two, we've been a bit more selective. But honestly, a lot about a lot of hurts um, ethos is kind of giving people the chance to do this who maybe didn't have the chance to do it before. Like the person who directed the special, uh, I believe hadn't really directed anything before, except for a, a scene or two in the first season when we needed a, a, someone to sub in as a director. Um, and she blew it out of the park, like knocked it out of the park. Um, so it's like, as much as I am selective, I do kind of also let people have a chance to, try and I think it is kind of like what I said earlier about wanting it to matter to people because mm -hmm. I just want to find people who hurt matters too um, because that makes all the difference because when you're doing like a small unpaid project like this that's really what matters is that it matters to people because if it if they don't want to be there then they just aren't going to do it so yeah so what do you think has been the most difficult aspect with making hurt and which aspect do you feel doesn't get any easier even with season one under your belt like I know you mentioned casting is something that you didn't enjoy has that gotten easier or do you feel like it may be even more difficult now that you have more attention on hurt compared to the first season um I would say that um to the first part of the question something that like something that's difficult um, and hasn't been getting easier. I mean, for me, I would say that it is kind of just, and this is going to be kind of, I, I, I act hurt too. Um, I'm, I'm the lead stone. And mm -hmm. I, because we kept casting people and they kept dropping out, um, because it is a big commitment to be stoned and hurt. Um, and Frankly, I'm always so focused on the uh, on the producer stuff, on the writer stuff, on the showrunner stuff that sometimes I forget that I'm in hurt 
And then suddenly I'm on set and everyone's like, all the other actors are like so ready. They have their lines memorized and stuff. And I'm just like, like I wrote it so I can figure it out, but mm -hmm. I just don't have them down as quickly as some of my collaborators do. And that never gets easier because I'm never going to have the time to sit down with my lines and just be the actor the way um, my collaborators do. Not that they are just the actor because like the special was, we said it wasn't even a skeleton crew, it was a ghost crew. The crew was just the director. Um, the And it turned out really well, but it was just whoever wasn't in the scene at the time operated the new, fancy new sound equipment. So it it, it doesn't, I would say that it, the filming itself doesn't really get easier like between remembering lines and making sure that we have enough people on set and stuff like that. And casting, especially, I know you'd mentioned that is something that I find difficult. I don't think visually, like I used to write novels and that was the big hole in them for people is they'd be like, well, you never describe what these characters look like. I just don't have that kind of vision for some reason. Um, and also I seem to be kind of age blind where I like, I'll, I'll, get a backstage application and I'll bring them to everyone else and be like, this person looks like a great candidate. And they'll be like, Craig, this person looks way too old or way too young. Mm -hmm. And I'll just be like, oh, uh, really? And they'll be like, yes. I, I just can't tell for some reason. Like, I know there are people who are like, oh, I don't see this. I don't see that. Apparently I don't see age. So like, obviously to an extent, like we're talking about like people like between 17 and like 20, seven or something like uh -huh. obviously uh, beyond that um i could probably tell but like what when it gets like really particular about who we're casting so that they look like they're related or they look like they're friends i can't always tell um <laughs> the age how old do you think i am oh um he <laughs> put you on the spot ah <laughs> uh, uh like mid-20s i want to say um mm -hmm. Well, uh, thank you. Um, I'm 31. Oh, okay. No, uh, you weren't that far off. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, I'll I... get. Sometimes I'll get like mid 20s. Sometimes I'll get like 19. People ask me like, when am I graduating from college? And I was like, I graduated college 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that's how it is with my sisters. They, the people always think that they are. Uh, one of them, she always jokes that people still think that she's in middle school. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, would you want to act in another series again and still do, so do you prefer the writing part and the producing part over the acting, or would you like to do another series where you are just acting, you're not actually doing anything behind the scenes? Um, I mean, I think that would be a cool experience. I don't know that I'd want to do a full series because mm -hmm. I don't feel like, I feel like between the lines, that would be very hard for me. Um, but I think I'd like to do like a short film someday or something like that. But I feel like, I feel like as much as I enjoy acting and hurt, I, sometimes I feel like I chose to act well because we couldn't find someone else, but also because I, I wanted to feel included in the cast. Um, mm -hmm. sometimes it feels like the cast and the crew Well, in other things, like in high school, like the theater things, obviously high school is clicky, um, the crew and the cast were so different and I was afraid that Hurt would be like that. So I kind of also pushed to be in the cast because it's like, I wanted to have that experience of being one of the cast. And um, I don't know if that makes any sense at all, but- um, No, it does. So 
I, but which didn't turn out to be a problem because the cast and the crew interact so much in Hurt and there's so much crossover and um, so much, some people wearing so many different hats that it didn't really end up needing to be a concern. But um, I think there is this kind of glamour, especially when you're like me, an autistic kid who wanted to have roles in theater, but because I'm so flat, I didn't really have roles that anyone thought I was really good for. Um, so I didn't really ever have that chance to be like a star or a lead or even somebody with a lot of lines. So this was kind of wish fulfillment to a certain degree too. Like I'm gonna give myself the opportunity that I wanted. Um, and I'm gonna have the chance to kind of live out that childhood fantasy of being one of the one of the cast. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to have representation in media. I mean, normally when we see an autistic character in a film or a TV show, that actor isn't actually autistic in a way, like Leonardo DiCaprio and what's eating Gilbert Grave, and then what was it Sean Penn? I forgot the name of the movie he was in. Um, and then. The good doctor, I think it's called. The lead actor, I don't believe, is actually autistic. And so the it's Big Bang Theory, actually, right? I think his name was Freddie something. So, but um, yeah, it's, I think it's good to see someone who is autistic in an autistic role and you're in the lead. I mean, even though this is not something you were planning on doing, eventually I feel like it worked out for the best to have you there. And it's experience you have under your belt now. But um, throughout the the whole process of everything, um, do you or did you ever get overwhelmed? I mean, I know you mentioned how stressed you were when you saw in the bloopers and stuff like that from working in the production and working uh, in front of the camera as the lead actor. But did it or does it, does it ever become too much? And how do you typically manage your mental well-being when it does? So... I would say that that also has to do a lot with my collaborators. Um, specifically, I, I think a lot about um, my co-showrunner right now, Cole. Uh, they actually are remote. They live in Philadelphia. They've never been on set. But they they start off as a remote producer, and then they became the co-showrunner because they were so dedicated to it, and they're a good sounding board, and they care. A lot um and they're good at what they do and so a lot of the time when i get really overwhelmed and i, and I start going into mental illness kind of mode and i start saying to cole you know i don't think this is going to work i don't think anybody cares about this and i don't think that it's going to work out i don't think it's worth it and then they'll just be like you need to take a break <laughs> they'll be like you because i don't really take breaks a lot because i have so many hats i'm wearing I spend I spend a lot of time thinking about hurt. I spend a lot of time pushing it. Um, and so Cole is always telling me that I need to take breaks because uh, without that, I probably would just keep going and going and burn out. Um, and I think a lot of the time it's less overwhelming because there are other people who stick around. Like we had an, we had an actress, Kira, who was in the first season of hurt and then she moved to Atlanta uh, to pursue acting more. Uh, not that she wasn't pursuing it before. She's uh, one of our more prolific um, cast members. But she she stuck around, though, as a remote producer. And she helped a lot with casting. Uh, well, she is helping with casting. We're still casting season two. We're mm -hmm. having some trouble rounding out the last few parts. Um, but she 
she she stuck around and she does a lot of work with the casting she's led a few auditions because um as much as i need to be there for the auditions uh sometimes because i have all that other stuff going on it helps to have somebody else there saying okay this is what we're doing um because i'm thinking of a thousand other things for it too um so it's just the people really save my sanity a lot of the time as much as there are people who can be frustrating to work with um it gets balanced out by the people who are um really and not that there have been that many frustrating people to work with for her like i said it's kind of self-selected like the people who are frustrating bowed out um but like it 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 all becomes worthwhile and especially when people care and uh you know i i always wish that i had more resources to offer people like just more equipment for the directors uh, more compensation for the cast but um it always means the world to be able to give them what i can give them just like food um on set and then like the um the imdb credit which um i think means a lot to, to some actors like just to have that mm-hmm. down um even though it really should be the bare minimum um I was surprised by just how grateful they were that I actually delivered the final product. Um, so it, it, it's just, it's a nice sense of community, I'd say. Yeah. So my last question for you, Craig, is what advice would you offer to other creators? Um, you wish someone would have told you when you first started. So it can be on the writing aspect. It can be the producing as a as a whole. Um, it can be... Um, the acting part, it can be just as someone who is a storyteller, a creator who is also on the spectrum or whatever you feel like you can offer to others that you wish someone would have told you. Um, I'd say that the big thing for me is that there's, like, I know that it's it's always a quality over quantity, but at the same time, I feel like in order to succeed, you're going to have to throw a lot at the wall to see what sticks um and then find the project that you really resonate with and that other people resonate with and stick with that and um because you're gonna have a lot of failures like i had i had a podcast i tried to start like an like an audio drama Mm -hmm. and it just never got off the ground and i still feel i still feel badly about that but like if i didn't have that experience of starting to work on that and casting people for that i wouldn't know as much going into hurt um there's just so many projects that didn't make it um that i learned something from that made hurt better just like how hurt season one is making hurt season two better um and like and you have to be kind to yourself because if you're not somebody with a ton of connections a ton of experience a ton of um education in that field that you need the experience just to just to understand what you're doing so you have to understand that what you make at first isn't going to be perfect but that doesn't mean it's not worth making because it's going to make the layer stuff better and people will stick with you if you if you start making something and that you care about it and you put the time in and other people will put the time in well the people who matter will put the time in and they just there's a lot of taking leaps of faith and keeping going like I I was telling somebody the other day like one of the reasons why Hurt has succeeded is because I've never gotten around to canceling it um like I there are times when I do feel like you said like really overwhelmed 
and I just say, well, you know what? I'm not going to make any drastic decisions. If I have to cancel it, I'll just cancel it later. And the next thing I know, I'm on set for the special. I'm like, oh, I never canceled the special. Um, <laughs> guess we're doing it. Um, so it's just, I don't know if any of that made sense, but like there's a lot of, a lot of putting things out there and then just creating in order to, because I, I hear a lot of people say, you know, like, oh, I, I always wanted to write a book or make a movie or something like that. And then they never do because either they don't know how or they're waiting for like the Hollywood moment where they get handed a ton of money and get to make something, which I just don't think is realistic because you can, like, I think that there's a value in traditional like Hollywood style stuff. And oh, obviously, cause it's the, it's the standard. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think that everyone needs to wait around for that in order to make something worthwhile. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, it all, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. Don't worry. I, I got everything you said. <laughs> um, but is there anything else that you want to touch on about her um, that may, may have missed as a whole? Um, did you want to discuss more about the Kickstarter and rewards for potential backers? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Kickstarter, uh, it, we have a reasonable goal of a $1,500 and we have some really cool rewards. Uh, we have t-shirts which were designed by an artist friend of mine and they look really cool and we have these nice um, we have these nice script books which I'm really fond of because I modeled them after loosely after the kind of you know how A24 films has like this really great merchandising department mm-hmm. so like they had these books for Euphoria that were like just really nice script books like nice backgrounds pictures from things behind the scenes stuff uh there isn't behind the scenes stuff in mind but it like it it was modeled after that kind of way of doing it where it's just a really nice to hold nice to read nice to flip through script book um and then i also made some i never know if it's pronounced zine or zine um the mini magazine zine i guess because of magazine yeah that makes sense i made i'm making zines too um and we also have some digital rewards, um, like digital versions of the script book and zine. And we have a producer credit available for people who give a lot of money, but really anyone who gives any small amount of money, it's always immensely helpful. Um, and um, Hurt is available to watch um, on YouTube and soon on Spark TV. And uh, the, the, the first special the the one that bridges season one and season two like i said will hopefully be available around march on both youtube and spark tv um and i'm just really excited about all of that yeah and you mentioned earlier about how um there are some roles that you're still trying to fill out um for the cast um is there any way people can reach out to you or whomever they can to maybe if they want to audition or send information for those roles yes um Hopefully, um, I think you said that this episode will will come out like maybe a bit later. So um, I hopefully we'll have some more movement on that stuff. Uh, but if we don't, then it's um, uh, hurtwebseries at gmail.com is just where we ask people to send a um, like a headshot and maybe a resume um, because uh, we have like one main role, uh, one recurring role. And those are both uh, roles for young women. Um, yeah. And then we have like one middle-aged man role. 
uh, which was actually going to be the first role for somebody who isn't uh, younger in the cast because for some reason, yeah, that was a, that was an interesting thing about season one is I think we didn't have any. I don't think we had a single white man in it. Was just a weird quirk of season one's casting. Oh um, yeah, I didn't even I didn't even notice. I didn't notice that till we started casting season two and ended up with this influx of um, because of something about the plot. Um, we we actually have a ton of uh, new characters who happen to be white men, and I'm just like, well, this is weird because we didn't have any in season one. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I, I didn't even notice that. That's weird. Um, so so yeah, I guess people can I guess follow along on the Kickstarter or maybe um any social media or perhaps yeah. that they can follow along um so they can find out more about the casting calls and what's going on with the the show itself. Yeah, all of our social media is at Hurt Web Series. Uh, I think that's it on every single platform: uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I think Facebook because they don't really do tags is a little bit different. And the series itself on YouTube, it's it's on a channel called ACC Cinematic because that's my ACC Pub Inc is my, uh, I think like company thing that I do my books and my show through. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, all right. Uh, again, I want to thank the co-creator, writer, and actor in the student-led web series Hurt, Greg Brady. Uh, here, uh, sorry, for joining us here today to promote the show's Kickstarter for season two. All of Hurt's socials, as Craig just mentioned, and YouTube page will be listed in this episode's details alongside the Kickstarter link for those who are interested. Again, I'm K.S. Garner, and you have been listening to the Solo Nerd Podcast. Thank you.